It's Friday, May 6, 2022, and this is Den Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast. I'm Dennis, and I'll be your host as we uh, review the latest Marvel happenings across all media, as well as other superpowered stories that came across, you know, our, our attention, whatever. Uh, and when I say we, uh, I'm referring to my youthful co-host, Ricky. When do I stop being youthful? Well, you were... You were um, wonderful before and i was like i can't keep doing this when you stop being youthful uh probably when you're like when you're no longer the the new target demographic for these movies that we watch okay okay yeah you'll you'll you'll, it's very it's it's soon it's soon yeah like i'm right there i'm like right on the edge of like i don't know if these are for me anymore um but uh Welcome back. Uh, we're we're doing this again, as we always do. Mm-hmm. I think this is like episode like sixty four or something like that. Man. Oh, we got to do a, the sixty nine special when that <laughs> happens. <laughs> All right, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. Um, we do have a special guest that I want to get out here right now because uh, he's going to make this fun. And in backstage, right before the show started, um, you upset him quite quite. <laughs> Uh, amount and i just want to get him introduced here not only is he in a select group of nerds that i can trust to do the homework assignment of a double feature for for the show uh but he also wants you to know that he saved a lot of car uh, a lot of money on car insurance it's travis what it do gentlemen <laughs> what up welcome I back I, I did save a lot. You know, my, my lady pays our insurance, so technically I'm not paying anything. You know what I'm saying? So well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you're, you're welcome to share more, uh, but just know that we may or may not be sponsored by Geico. No, we're not. Yeah. This is a general podcast. We're not. So we're oh. not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, yeah. what, were, what were we talking about before we got in here? I kind of want to finish that. Oh, yeah. I want to let Travis finish that again. He was proposing uh a movie uh to be made yeah i was i was saying man i was okay i i I did want to caveat this because i i I don't want your 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 audience to miss out on the full conversation i did say that i was (laughs) under the influence when i had this epiphany now it doesn't mean this is bad it just means that you know that's that's how things worked out Mm -hmm. gun writing and directing a logo movie and And ricky said (laughs) that's dumb okay actually you said meh but now you're changing it to that's okay yeah so yeah so not only did he double down he went harder in the paint i don't know shit about lobo except for uh he was in injustice right part two he was a dlc character he has the bike um I feel like he's on the same verge of like a Deadpool in terms of the edginess that he brings. Well, he was Deadpool before Deadpool. Deadpool before Thank Deadpool. you. Oh my god. Oh my god. Just the like, fact that you said that makes me want to like yoke him. Like, come on, dog. <laughs> like but, that. Yes, that's Deadpool. Deadpool is uh, Deadpool is Lobo, except mm-hmm. not as dope. Like. <laughs> He has like the skull on his junk, right? And the red he has red eyes. He has like he has Dude, like a biker vest and he is an intergalactic, he's an intergalactic bounty hunter who cannot be killed. 
because I yes, mean, he regenerates. I saw the Boba Fett yeah. show about the same dude, and it wasn't that good. <laughs> I don't think that was that show. Um, hey, uh, I, I'm noticing the comments are starting to go off, so really quick, I am going to uh, stop or pause this just to get some formalities out of the way before we start addressing people. Uh, as the, as advertised uh, on this show tonight, we'll be putting a, two spotlights on uh, multiple Marvel projects. It's a double feature. We're going to be talking about the series finale or season, depending on who you talk to, uh, season finale of Moon Knight. And then we'll also be talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, uh, which just came out yesterday. Um, so we're saving that for last for anybody who's afraid of spoilers and stuff. Don't worry. Uh, you can tune out. We'll give you a fair warning. Uh, but before we bo- get to both of those, we will be having some a little bit of nerd news, I think, Ricky's got for us. And we'll be playing a quick round of trivia. Ricky's shaking his head no at, at news. He's like, oh, there's no yeah. news. Nothing at all. Uh, and then for those of you joining us live who's already in the audience, uh, not being shy, thank you. Uh, we'll be checking the comments regularly. Uh, so, you know, keep it up. And just make sure, please, no spoilers. It, I, I'm cool with opinions. Let's just not put spoilers in the comments because, you know, that sucks. Um, and if you can't get enough of us, you should visit patreon.com slash denxmedia where you'll find a variety of created offerings, including recent episodes of our live after show, The Soapbox. Patrons get exclusive access to chat with us. But if that's not your thing, don't worry. We'll be releasing it to the public next week. There, I got all that out of the way. That was a mouthful. Uh, with that said, I do want to welcome some people in the audience that I'm just seeing right now before we get talking some more. We got Darksage917 saying, I'm going to give an unpopular opinion of the MCU if I may. Uh, you may. Oh, man, he already did. And then yeah. well, before I before I get to his next one, I will say uh, hi to Joel Benjamin, who was here on our show recently. Uh, and he said, Fincher doing Ghost Rider. That's interesting. I like that suggestion Hmm, I don't know if I like that more than Travis's suggestion, but let's see this unpopular opinion before we get back to mm-hmm. Deadpool versus Lobo, which would be the best one. Uh, and I should have probably screened this one before oh, I posted yeah, you, it, you, but here we go. It's here on you. we go. Yeah, here we go. We'll just say the biggest mistake Disney and Marvel made, I'm quoting Dark Sage, by the way, was chasing the casual fans. As an avid comic book reader, I feel they should give the characters exactly how they are and only change them if absolutely needed, uh, like they did with Thanos and his story arc. Casual fans only stick around when something is popular, and this approach will be their downfall. Huh, I would agree with you that that is an unpopular opinion. Uh, <laughs> I would. It's... Uh, as an as an avid comic book reader and, and somebody who's been uh, collecting comic books since I was a little boy, uh, I really enjoy the fact that um, there I, there is content now that's appealing to casual fans so that I can finally uh, come out of my nerd closet and talk to people that wouldn't normally uh, engage with me on that. And if they mm-hmm. want to know more, I can redirect them to comic books and say, here's the real thing, if you want to know. Like, if you want to call it the real thing, whatever. But I don't really, I don't really want to do that. I think whatever people like, whatever resonates with them, whatever makes them feel, whatever makes them connect to characters that are inspiring, let them. Don't be mad about I mean, it. There's there's different flavors for everybody. There wasn't uh wasn't Marvel going to go out of business 22 years ago, right? 
they were they they had filed for bankruptcy yeah, in, the, like, in the 90s. And I, in the 90s. I, I would assume at that point they were all about the the comic fan, the hardcore, the the legacy people. But they're not going to sustain your business, man. They're That's not. just the fact. You you want to have a million dollar movie? Cool. You want to have a billion dollar movie? You need the casuals. You need everybody to watch that movie. So you got to paint the broadest swath, you know, that you can to get all that money. I want to. I, I want to hear what Travis has yeah. to say about this. I think you're both right. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what I mean is, I think Dark Sage has a point. I think you you have a point too. Um, I was talking about this with a friend of mine, and and uh, it seems like the movies now are breeding like their own sort of uh sage or or you know like movies movies in and of themselves are continuity right mm-hmm. um just like uh, you know in in the comics are too um and so and, and you made a great point when you said you know the real thing if you want to know more you know read this you know but who's to say which one is right now right right exactly um it, because it's 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 almost like uh you know when you see uh you know your your movie and it says based on a true story right <laughs> the based on the true story is friggin' you know your, your comic or whatever yeah. right so i think there's a, a you know i think there's an interesting middle ground here um and that and and, and actually that is gonna this is this is perfect as far as the comment is concerned because it is going to serve the basis for all my arguments or my positions through this entire night so stop yeah. in I agree. Yeah. And like, and, and I do feel, you know, I do feel that uh, there's a hit or miss kind of quality to a lot of the content that we, that we talk about and stuff, but here's the thing. Like um, I was thinking about this just from the bigger perspective of like, you know, like I always praise like Marvel for uh, they took their comic book uh, system, the system they had in place for, for decades and they just applied it to movies. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what we've seen here over the last like 27 movies. I don't know how many it is, right? 27, and, yeah. Yeah. And so what's really funny about that is like, you know, I, comic book fans are very opinionated. Like I being one know that for sure. Um, and I I know that I get very opinionated when I don't see depictions or recreations of a character that I think I know. But here's the reality though, like that most comic book fans did not start from the beginning. Most comic book fans do not read, you know, Detective Comics number 31 uh, when it came out in the 1930s. And then they're on board for every single Batman story that's ever been written in the history of time. It's not what happens. What happens is you pick up Frank Miller's Dark Knight one day and you say, that is Batman. Or you pick up Jeff Loeb's Long Halloween and you're like, that is Batman. Every character that you love in comics has a defining moment for you, for you, the reader. And so what that means is everybody actually has a different idea of what that character is. What creates fandom is when you get a lot of people that all agree on the same idea. But what creates toxic fandom is when those people all decide that there can be no other way. That's the danger, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I think I, I, you made some you made some excellent points. I I agree with 
everything you just said. I mean, that's that's exactly what we're dealing with now in this, you know, in this in this fandom, and it's 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 crazy, right? Um, and I and I think sometimes, uh, you know, I, if if I could put this in like food terms, almost, right? Like, you ever see like a sommelier drink a glass of wine and all the things that you know, they do, they say, oh, it has this yeah. fruity tone and it's this and the berries were picked and, and so on and so forth, right? Some people well, just someone... get drunk. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? It, it's a, that's exactly yeah. it. They'd be like, yo, man, this wine is the bomb, right? And that's it, right? Yeah. And that's really what we're dealing with. And and, and the problem is, is that our sommelier tendencies are killing people. <laughs> Because some yeah. people just yeah. want to get drunk. That's, I, I mean, that's I life know, advice I'm, right there. Just yeah. don't yuck someone else's yum. Like, thank you. Yeah. You can like different things, and that's cool. I, I know I do it sometimes, to, especially to Ricky. Um, and, you know, it, it feels good in the moment, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but, like, but, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, uh, you know, we started podcasts together because, like, I was fascinated by the fact that this person that's blood related to me can actually think that the star Wars uh, tr uh, prequels mm -hmm. are the best star Wars. And like, I wanted to kill him at first, but then I was like, you know what? He comes from a different point of view and it's fine. It's fine because like mercury the thing we, poisoning too. Yeah, exactly. Mercury. But the thing, the thing that <laughs> we should be, out. <laughs> the thing that we should be respecting is that we like star Wars. You know what I mean? Like that's, we can both like Star Wars and we just like different things about it. Mm -hmm. So like I see the MCU like as something that I'm not as tethered to, but I like it because it's accessible to so many people. And I do this show because I know that so many more people now know what a Moon Knight is or who Doctor Strange is and stuff like that. And I couldn't have done this show like in a way that like actually, you know, was entertaining for more people if if it was just us talking about the latest issue of a comic <laughs> book that came out yesterday you know what i mean or wednesday it's very true. yeah, yeah. Very true. we just so, either lost dark sage as a fan or i know turned but, his whole life around <laughs> but you know what dark sage i appreciate you sharing the opinion and i'm happy to give you the platform here to, to share it because like mm -hmm. i do understand you and i feel for you man like i've been there i i have i have wanted so badly for things to be done differently in movies and, 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 but like, I won't ever uh, stop advocating for the casual fan though. I won't do it because like my wife was, was, was somebody who wasn't a fan at all when, when I first met her, when I started dating her and I, I'm so happy now that like she wants to go see these movies with me and she gets it. She follows the storyline and I don't have to shove you know, a bunch of like dirty old comic books in her face to make her like <laughs> that are really dated, by the way. I challenge you to go read this stuff from like the 90s and tell me like name a good female character that was ever depicted in any of those. Like it's gross. Like it's really gross to go back and read your old comics. So like I like the MCU they're because yeah, they're they're sticky too. Yeah, exactly. Jim but that's Lee, the point. Jim, Jim Lee Psylocke is sticky. Comics. But but that's 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 the point though, right? Is is that everybody should love just the fact that we love this universe. Yeah. 
right? And and everyone can have their own thing. And also, this is a very this is a very important point. Just because it's a comic doesn't make it great. Because man, have I suffered through some sucky comics, right? Yeah, so man. Just because exactly. you're a comic book doesn't make you law, and you know, like it it, it yeah. doesn't because sometimes some comics yeah. suck. Like the, yeah. the the MCU as a whole wouldn't be where it's at without the casual fan. Like you do the the big Avenger movies, right? That's your first phase. But here we are, twenty something movies later. We got the Moon Knight show. We have the uh, fourth Thor movie coming out. We have a Black Panther movie. Like it it opens the door so you can get all the toys. Like yeah. that's all yeah. we really want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I agree, but. I appreciate the conversation that it was like a nice little icebreaker to get us warmed up. Mm -hmm. Um, We can talk more about this for sure. Uh, And if not on this episode, we can talk about it tonight on the soapbox and more, but um, I think we should do whatever news Ricky has prepared for us. I I really, there wasn't really anything like it's literally all Dr. Strange and Moon Knight news. What a shocker. The the only little tidbit I found that I, I think we missed it last week was, um terry cruz is Come gonna be now. in that guardians of the galaxy ride their new era roller coaster at epcot <laughs> he's a nova commander um of course nice so there's your newest addition to the not mcu mcu whatever ride verse they call it okay i don't know what to make of terry lately so uh, you know i'll just say you know solid man go ahead do your thing <laughs> Nice. <laughs> He's interesting. That's it. Um, like honestly, did you see anything in that popped your <laughs> popped your uh interest, sparked your interest? That was all the news you had, huh? You had something be- better? Uh no, I, I leave this to you. This is your this is your I, part of the show, man. This I did is... I did all of 20 minutes of digging, and it shouldn't take me more than five to find Marvel news in a week. <laughs> so gotcha. Uh I won't argue with you. I don't know, Travis. Do you have any nerd news that's come out recently that 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 has tickled your fancy nerd news no i mean you know really like this week has just been like a deluge of 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 nerd things that have been coming at me you know like Mm -hmm. in between like you know some really good like episodes of star trek a new star trek starting up you know like then there's you know uh, Halo finally had an episode that I didn't hate, uh, you know, and and then you've you you got obviously Moon Knight just you know wrecking it, and then you know Doc Strange. I mean this this was like a a week for just media that I I, I just thought was just like manna from heaven. So no, I wasn't paying attention to any news aside from you know oh this one breaking news: Joel Benjamin still sucks. I mean that's. <laughs> Other than that, you know. That's interesting. He has an unpopular opinion, too. The Last Jedi still sucks. Actually, that's a popular opinion. It's not popular with me. Um, That's that's my favorite one. He's always wrong. I know. He is. He is always wrong. Um, All right. Well, I mean, if that's all the news you got, Ricky, I mean, I can either we can either move along with a game or we could I could I could ask you guys what you know i know travis just listed a lot, a lot of what he's been nerding out on 
Uh, really quick before we move on, Ricky, what do you got? You got anything you've been nerding out on this week? Um, what did we watch this week? Um, I watched that show on Netflix where the little baby goes and gets the uh, the Aaron. They run they run the errands Japanese show. Oh, okay, it's it's like the greatest thing ever. So it's like a Japanese reality show where they take like a two year old and they make it run an errand like in town. So it's like, hey, go get this money from the bank, and this little baby just goes and does it. It's the cutest thing ever. Um, but aside from that, how are you, know, you uh, sending the babies out and about well, in it's, town? It's Japan, first off. So the car I know, si- I've been the, to Japan. The, the car I... situation and the sketchy people situation, I would say, are, are a little lower there. I so gotta tell, I got, I gotta tell you something here, Ricky. Never go. Never do pitch meetings. I think yeah. you just failed your first pitch meeting because oh, it is yeah. too confusing. Too confusing. I don't. Baby like, running errands. The show. It, uh, it's like not in like it's like in countryside Japan. Mind apparently, you. you've got a fan who yeah. agrees with you. Yeah. Plus one, this show is great. Um, I'm straight by, up watching that later. By the way, that was Lindsay, and uh, I really she had some really amazing hot takes on, on Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. I invited her to be on the show with us tonight, but but she uh, she respectfully declined because no. she, she felt like it was just going to take away from the awesomeness of Travis. But I expect oh. her fully to to share all of her her hot takes when we get there in the comments, so that you can re- still respond to them. That's what the show's uh, called. Her show, her, the show is called Old Enough. Apparently, that you guys are talking about. Okay. Anyways, um, that's Ricky, a dope you, picture, Lindsay. By the way. Yeah. Did you even? Did you? Did you do the ner- the news like intro? Did we see it? I didn't even. No, no, I didn't. I didn't even play it. <laughs> you didn't even play it, man. I honestly, man. like, I, I was, I was shocked there wasn't even at least one little nugget of all right of news aside from the movies this week. Fine. If I so. find news. While while we're doing stuff here, mm-hmm. it's gonna be awkward. <laughs> it's gonna be awkward. All right, let's uh let's move on. Let's get a game. Let's get a game going really quick, um, uh, so that I can say that I fully entertained my guest here for the night. All right, we're doing the contest of champions, which you know nobody else owns for sure for certain. Um. Uh, we, I know I've prepared some crazy ones for you in the past where I like making guests like based on pictures or like guess mm-hmm. their origins or the names or whatever. Um, it's a little complicated and I was like, I want to do something fast. So I'm going to bring back the thing we did a couple weeks ago with, uh, Joel and, and, uh, Eric, we're going to do two the, weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. was that two weeks ago? I did say a couple weeks ago. So That's that, fair. That, that, that is true. Fair. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, Hey, I don't see you making games for this show, by the no. way. I don't even see you making news for this show right now. <laughs> um, That's so, yeah. news. Yeah, so we're doing it again. I'm going to give you 60 seconds on the clock. I have a specific uh, super-powered comic book character in mind, and you have to guess it. I'm going to each of you gets a turn. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let uh, Travis go first, and you basically can ask me as many yes or no questions as you want in the allotted time, and then just to be courteous, after the one minute, if you still haven't guessed the character, 
I'll let you get one more guess. You ready? Yep. Travis is going first. Ricky's going to shut up. Anybody in the comments is welcome to chime in, but I'm not necessarily going to answer you. Um, all right. Here we go. Count I'm going to start the clock. Yes or no questions only. All right. Mm -hmm. Three, two, and one. Is he an alien? No. Is it male? No. Is she white? Yes. That's a double. Is she a mutant? No. Is she part of a team? Yes. Does she have superpowers? Yes. Do they make her invisible? Yes. Is she Sue Richards? No. Is she... Oh, Jean Grey. No. You can have... Sorry, I'll turn that. Oh, that, yeah, that got loud quick. That is loud as hell. Let me turn that off for the next time. Um, all right, I'll give you one more chance to uh, to guess. I don't think you're going to get it based on your guesses so far. But White superhero in a team. Female superhero. Yeah, white female superhero in a team, and her powers can make her invisible. Uh, and she isn't Sue Storm, and she isn't Jean Grey. Uh, You're saying any comic, though, right? Not just Marvel, Dennis. I mean, it would be it would be tacky for it to be DC, but you know, whatever. Oh, he what he, it, he pulled it? that last time. Yeah, no, no, what not it, what it, No, well, what I guess not. <laughs> On a mostly Marvel podcast, maybe. Um, it's mostly uh, Marvel. Uh, <laughs> we had no news, so <laughs> not yet. Um, I have no clue. Oh, we're gonna go with Raven. Son of a bitch. She can be invisible. She can be a yes. lot of different things. Really? She can be, yeah, she can be everything. Huh. Yep. And she's a titan. And she is a titan. And I was trying to be... That's cold-blooded because you know I'm a DC fan. I know. And that's why that. I was I was quite I was quite shocked. Like a demon? Hmm? Yeah, you can be a white demon. I mean, Do you think she's not a white girl? <laughs> she looks pretty tan. That's a good question, actually. Is she even white? Yeah. She's, she's white-ish. She's white-ish enough. Are you, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Define whiteness, Dennis. Uh, she dyes her hair purple. That's a white girl. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> All right. Next up. Uh, good try, Travis. I'm sorry I threw you off. Um, Ricky Ricky knew. he. I knew Ricky was, was, was feeling that. You, you just like. Surprisingly, like last time we played this, 
everybody was pretty quick to ask about DC or Marvel or whatever. Like, um, so I, I'm, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I didn't. I wanted to give you the chance to just go to whatever universe you wanted to, and mm. and, it, and it let you down. Mm. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I do got one for Ricky, which I'm happy to do because last time I accidentally I screwed it up mm. for Ricky, and he didn't get to see. Uh, he didn't get to see the game, so it's sort of like it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. I act- I accidentally showed him the answer before it was time for the to, for the the stopwatch, and I felt bad because I ruined uh, it. No, okay. All right, Ricky, you ready? Already. I'm ready. And I think you know what questions to ask, just to be safe. I think so, right? I think so. All right. Okay, hold on. I'm just getting my stopwatch ready. Here we go. All right, Ricky, you got three, two, and one. Mm, is it Marvel? Yes. Is it a superhero? No. Is it a supervillain? Yes. Is this supervillain featured in any of the movies in the past 20 years? Yes. Is this primarily a Captain America villain? No. Is this primarily an Iron Man villain? No. Is this villain a doctor? No. Is this villain an alien? No. Oh, shit. Is this villain... A... Is this villain a male? Did I ask Yes, that? I think so. No, you did not ask okay. that. Is this Ultron? N- no. I wouldn't know that I would answer that question confidently if it was. Is it, is it, uh, shit, featured in the movie, past 20 villain, male, is it, is it Ulysses Claw? No. Okay. I will give it to you, and, um, I'm actually, I'm really bummed you didn't get there, Ricky. You were so close. I felt like you were close. But uh, here, sorry, I have to share one screen and then the yeah. other. Um, where is he? Oh, here it is. Here he goes, Ricky. It's okay. Apocalypse. Yep. That piece of shit. Insubner <laughs> himself. Played by none Oscar other than Oscar Isaac. That man really is typecasted. <laughs> Yeah, I just kind of thought you might you might get there since we had joked about it a couple times oh, in, in recent weeks. But um, man, I guess I I just made a game that was too hard for both of you guys. I know. <laughs> game master over here. I, I was in the wrong multiverse. That was the most I've heard Ricky swear in a sixty second. <laughs> movie. That's what Lindsay had to say. Um, we actively then, try to forget that movie, right? And then also, uh, Lindsay mentioned earlier. I just learned about Raven's white form, and that's true. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I guess mm. I guess that was um that was a lot of swears. I was too busy like trying to pay attention to your questions, so I wasn't actually listening to the swears. Uh mm. I got I got a little hung up on the alien part, but I'm fairly certain he is the first mutant and he was born on this planet. Um he just happens to have oh, yeah. a space he has a spaceship that, that makes it that makes it awkward. It oh, makes it awkward. Yeah, that makes it really weird. Yeah, but he I'm I believe he is from this planet 
I, the alien question almost threw it, it kind of threw me off on Raven too, but I just decided to go and say you committed. Say no. I said no. I mean, def, def, depends on what you define as alien, right? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And Sabanor was born in the Valley of the Kings in Egypt almost 5,000 years yes. ago. So, okay. yeah, not an alien. There you go. All right, cool. Uh, did, what do you think? Did you like that one or no? Or do you feel pretty screwed by, by that game? <laughs> oh, I was robbed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I can't. <laughs> See, you look, know, you're I'm like not, enjoying I'm not, it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Oh, he enjoys I'm it. Li- I'm not going to lie. Halfway through our conversation earlier, I almost changed yours to Lobo just to make you feel really bad. Like, I, I almost did change it to Lobo. But I was like, eh, I can't, I can't go searching the stuff while I'm doing this. So yeah. Sorry. Ricky, you need to do your Lobo homework though. Um, yeah. I mean, send me some cool Lobo stuff. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll seek out some some Lobo knowledge. Okay. Be sure to send them the time when Lobo uh, changed gender. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'll watch Lobo. No, it's still Lobo. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's still Lobo. He even sounds like Boba Fett. Lobo. No. Bobo. Two Bobo. syllables. Two syllables. Is, 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 you're getting hung up on two syllables. It's pretty. It's pretty hilarious. All right. I think. Uh, I think we've waited long enough. It's time to put a spotlight on Moon Knight. Let's go. All right. Ricky, I'm here. Caught me off guard. <laughs> I did catch you off guard, huh? I just wanted to get the show moving. I think I think Travis has a lot of things he wants. We got a to lot of about. things to talk about. Yeah. So as a reminder, uh, like I said earlier, we're gonna talk about Moon Knight first because it was probably a lot easier for everybody to get a chance to go watch that before coming to check out our show live. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll save Doctor Strange for later in the show. Uh, but, you know, for anybody out there that has not seen the latest episode, um, spoiler warning, if you haven't watched it yet, please turn away now and come back when you have. Or skip this part and come back and, and watch Doctor Strange part later, whatever you want. I put chapters in the uh, in the YouTube uh, video later on anyway, so you can always come back. You'll thank us later. Promise. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, So for those of you that did choose to ignore the warning, here's a quick summary. The episode was titled Gods and Monsters. Uh, Unless you watched it on the first day, it just said episode six. It was pretty hilarious. I think it was an error on Disney Plus's side. And I was reading way too much into that title of the episode. I was like, whoa, is it like a psychic episode? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Whoa, that's really. There'll be a very, secret episode. It, it's very meta that they're calling it his sixth episode, and then I, and then I found out that was just a, a bug on their part. Uh, but yeah, the the really simple synopsis of that episode was: as Moon Knight joins the fray, Mark, Stephen, and Conchu must work together to stop Amit. I thought that was weird because they kind of left out and Layla, um, and I felt like Anne Tower Wet. I can't say her name. I can't. Oh, i'm gonna say it better yeah um yeah i thought that was a really simple uh write-up that i didn't feel that did the episode justice but uh i want to get our guest's opinion first what did you think of this episode and overall the season of moon Knight? well 
I feel like I would be like remiss in not like pointing out like I hate Moon Knight. <laughs> now, strong I hate, word. Well, see, once again, we were talking about like you know the 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 Bible, which is the comic, you know, mm-hmm. versus something else that is you know all other forms of entertainment. Like, which one? should you hold up and say this mm-hmm. is the ultimate expression of that idea mm-hmm. i love the moon knight series hell yeah hell yeah you see what i'm saying i i, I thought of moon knight as like this like bad version of batman you know and i and it, you know and the whole time i'm like who walks around trying to avenge the 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 knight Walk dressed in all white. Are you crazy? A lot of people well, in actually, Mississippi. In Mississippi, yes, a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> so, yeah, so so in any case, for me, I mean, that was like the ultimate sort of vindication. I think for you know for for that intellectual property to actually get someone who not only did not like it, mm-hmm. but actively hated it yeah to go mm-hmm. damn this series is dope so i, I, I want to start you. there i feel yeah i i was mentioning last week and i think i mentioned to you travis that this show inspired me to actually want to go read the comics uh, i kept i kept putting it off and putting it off i finally got around to it last week i read every number one of moon knight ever mm-hmm. uh i've read all of them there was like uh seven or seven of them i think uh he's on volume seven i think now Plus, I read some extra stuff. I read his first appearance in Werewolf by Night. I read, uh, and then I read this really fun one called Moon Knight versus the Avengers in Avengers number 33. And I got to see generation after generation of his origin story kind of retold over and over again. No one of them is a Bible, by the way. And and mm-hmm. I hope I hope to God nobody really lives and swears by the original ones because they're so much worse. It just kept getting better and better and better. <laughs> But honestly, they were kind of all trash. They yeah. were kind of they were kind of were See? all trash compared See? to the show. I felt yeah. the show was the only version of his story that actually uh, responsibly told the story about social uh, like dissociative disorder. I also thought uh, the uh, stereotypes that were were presented and the and the cultural appropriation in the in the comics was a little awkward too. Uh, and by a little, I'm I'm being kind and being kind um (laughs) yeah uh and so like it was really fun to watch this show i never really loved the character moon knight i loved i love that somebody had the balls to make him and i I love that marvel never shunned away from the character Mm -hmm. because they just embrace all their stupid you know like they really are about that they'll like they'll sell you eighteen thousand issues of howard the duck because they just they want everything like they want to put out as much content out there that somebody might like it, you know? So I appreciate that there are Moon Knight fans out there that I've, that you and I have both upset, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> man. Two of them. I, I'm sorry. The show is better. The show is better. Do you think Look, it's, me... it's a medium that, that lends it like a not how to phrase this. A comic book is a very static thing. You know, you can have a beautiful picture of a, of expression on his face, but it's, it's still a stagnant image. No, I don't think being able to see that. I don't. I don't think it's the medium. In this, 
It's the medium. It's not mm -hmm. the medium uh, because, like, when I when I just to clarify, I said I read all the number ones. Mm -hmm. The number ones are starting points. You know what I mean? And they're and they they are definitely tailoring to a different audience each time. You know what I mean? Like you have the original ones going to like 1980, and then the most recent one was like 2017. Or no, no, there's a new one that's actually coming out right now, uh, 2022. Uh, when I say they're all trash, I don't. I mean like they they got better. And and like I would read the more current ones, you know, to learn more about the character. But I'm saying that the comics still feel like beholden to certain aspects of the original origin mm -hmm. that the show doesn't feel as beholden to. And because of that, the show felt unchained and allowed to just be its own thing. Um, and really, even in, in the MCU it didn't it barely even tried to connect to anything else it, it really I mean? didn't i think that's I why I, I enjoyed it more yeah. than i thought well, i would because it's it's really it's in its own lane completely yeah i don't well see that's that's the part of this that is friggin' beautiful right is mm -hmm. is like honestly there's so much about that show that is cerebral yeah that it just blows my mind when I think about it, right? Like, at the end of the day, did any of that happen? Yeah, it happened. I know it. How? Did. How is there's additional grounding of it? Like, did you hear anything the, about the, the Avengers? Did you hear anything uh, about? Did you did you hear anything you, about? Well, you know, to Travis's point, that's one of my nitpicks. Like, you're telling me two fucking giant gods are fighting in Egypt and. And like, well, we didn't. Oh, someone we doesn't show up. Like, well, we well, didn't get. We didn't get the epilogue. We don't get to see what happened right after that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We weren't presented news stories or anything like that. So we don't know about any of that. Like we don't know. Yeah. And Mark and Mark was basically dead five minutes after Conchu did his crazy, like let's move the stars thing. You know. So if the story is being told from Mark's perspective or Stevens, whatever, like we never got to see what was going on outside until mm -hmm. like this episode, right? And so. It was but, chaos, though. But at the same time, you know, um, if it is an MCU and Kanshi moves the stars like that, Marvel has set such a tapestry now Can that people will be like, damn. You know it's what I'm true. saying? It's true. It was like, that's what I was saying earlier on in the season is like, like for some reason, when I read it in the comics, I never really stopped to think about Man, the people of this earth go through some shit. But when I watch the Eternals and then I watch Moon Knight and I watch Infinity War and Endgame, I'm like, what the hell? It these people that live here. on this these people that live on their version of Earth, they are just like ants. PTSD. Yeah. Everybody PTSD. on Earth has PTSD. I mean, seriously, like who yeah. wasn't affected by the snap, right? The, like like insurance there is these hella people, high. Yeah, I, people are I crazy. Got, I gotta say, like the snap in the grand scheme of things now is probably smaller potatoes than like everything that's come after the snap. Because at least the snap we learned was reversible. But then a giant eternal like knocked on Earth's door, and and that's like, what is that? I don't even know what that did to the tides. Like, what it like what was the surf like that day? And then speaking of that. What was the surf like when Conchu rewound the stars 
all in five minutes, 2,000 years or something like that. That was nuts. Um, so, yeah. And then he did it again at the end of the episode, like the, the last episode, right? This He's like, ah, it's nighttime now. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you can't. Because <laughs> you have to. This was this was the most awkward conversation I had with my lady about Moon Knight because she was she's loving the series, mm-hmm. you know she she, she loves the series. She said, "Like, what can he do?" And I was like, yeah. "Damn, baby, everything, right?" Like, he's a god. You know, and she was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Well, he's actually, you know, like an avatar of this god. So I guess if that god decides, hey, that'll be cool, then it happens, which lends itself." Mm-hmm. visually to some of the most stunning like pieces of action I have ever seen in a superhero movie like to to have Mark and Steven like just blend between uh, personas and outfits and yeah. powers seamlessly as he just wrecks shop son like Give me a break. That's why I was like, is it as real? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it just messed with me because I was like, this is too smooth to be real. Like, th- there's no you way. You gotta get this, this dude, dude off the board, smooth. right? Like, he's... So, I think the reason I, I just want to, like, 100% say that it's real is because of the post credit scene. Yeah. The post credit scene was not told from the point of view of either of our narrators of the show. It was told from the perspective of this is Conchu and and Jake Lockley uh, saying one last goodbye to Ar- Arthur Harrow. So it was told from Harrow's perspective, and because of that, I tend okay. to believe it, I be, I believe it's all real. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and there's more surprises in store for for not only the audience but for Mark and Steven, because there's another guy they don't even know about. Yeah. And I thought they did a really brilliant still, job of, mm-hmm. of teasing that character throughout yeah. the whole, the Jake whole all those, around. all the, all the click, 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 clicks, you know, like that, that, that shutter, like that, that's what you yeah. do. Yeah. Like, it was, and you on. wake up to like the most brutal like scene ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also thought it was really ballsy as much as like you were saying how much you love the, the action scene. Mm-hmm. I thought it was ballsy that the lion's share of the actual at resolving action. Oh, we just got skipped. It just got skipped. They're mm-hmm. like, nope, you don't get to see that part. I'm like, you sons of bitches, that's amazing <laughs> because it's such a nice call. That's how you save to money the right there. Episode. It is how you save a lot of money, man. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You don't understand. No, that's how you actually keep your movie in the PG thirteen realm. It's yeah, really that too. That too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Jake, yeah. they Jake did a accessible crime. Like, you want to talk he about did. that? He did. He, 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 he did some bad around. things. He did some and, bad things. And I am my whole entire soul was there for that, right? Like I was just like, this dude is the illest cat I have ever seen in the MCU. I mean, you know, seriously. Like at one point he just said, I just think I'm gonna fly. Okay. All right, you know, I, and I'm still like, is this real? Is this real right now? I, do I'm you see fast. how? Do you see how I went through the like through the motions here emotionally? I was like, "Come on, dog! Like, are do you have that power? Or are you just tripping?" I feel you. I do understand that because, like, my brain broke for a second when when I saw uh, him just Superman over to the action. I was like, "I've never <laughs> seen him do that." But then I thought about it, and I'm like. 
there are different he's times not. in the comics where like uh he's just entirely powered by the moon and 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 he can do whatever he wants if like like if there's moon you know like it, whatever the writer wants him to do is really is really what it is you know so i was like you know what Contra did make it nighttime for a reason um and so i'm i'm just gonna go with it because it's like i'm not mad i just like I, you know we we usually talk about like we like to see power scale mm -hmm. uh, like established and displayed right right but, right but i think they did right god god it's god like god power so really be careful avengers when you finally meet moon knight because you don't know he might <laughs> just will, he might he hit you with a stick you. he might just hit you with a stick or he might just do god powers that you've never seen before <laughs> like, you know what i'm saying you don't know like, i mean Dude, but I'm seriously though, I defy you. I defy you seriously to find another scene in the MCU where you seen just the ass whooping, fully dispensed, and wardrobe changes simultaneously. <laughs> you know what I'm I, saying? You can't, you can't find that, dude. And I saw yeah. it and I was like, hang on, I need to rewind that because that was the dopest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty amazing. Um, is there anything? I mean, we, there's a lot of stuff we haven't talked about. Like, yes, uh, yes. Do you guys like? Do you, do you want to talk about the other characters, like uh, Arthur or Layla? Layla. Layla is like, like the standout, right? Ooh, For me, we. I was pretty impressed. I like. I like. I was I was very happy that I stayed away from like spoilers and stuff. Apparently, mm -hmm. my wife had this spoil for her like a week ago. Before She's the red red scarab, right? Like the, the scarlet scarab. Scarlet scarab. 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 Like you gotta have her, their analog. Yeah, you gotta have alliteration. Mm -hmm. Always alliteration. Um, but yeah, the uh, scarlet scarab is actually a character that's from way back in the day. Uh, I guess not way back, nineteen seventy seven. So a little after <laughs> great. Apparently um, I was born before way back in the day. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I knew that uh, I had read the origin earlier and it was a world war two character. So I assumed this character was created during world yeah, war two. And I just, and I'm like, Oh no, it's a retcon world war two character. So yes, I didn't, it's really not that back in the day. It's a, uh, yeah, that would make me very old as well. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's a character. His real name is Abdul Faul, and you know a lot of people have been wondering about Layla El Fauli because, like, in the comics, his main squeeze is named Marlene. It's a white mm -hmm. girl named Marlene that he happened to meet in Egypt because you just go around Egypt meeting white girls yeah, all the time. Yeah, the white girls are as, uh, as you do. Yeah, as you do, and um, she's quite the trophy character. Like, she really has no purpose most of the time in, in every single one number one I read other than look sexy and feel bad when Mark dies and then feel happy when Mark wakes up and as the moon knight. Uh, she's she's a very blank slate character and they really never added anything to her. And so when I realized that Layla was just like this hybrid of Marlene and another superhero that has the opportunity to stand for more and be more and everything i'm like hell yeah that's cool like i i was very happy with that like i i i there was one thing i wasn't happy with uh, i'm like why is the hippo lady give layla wings like i don't 
Like, is, is I mean, the if Moon Knight lady... can fly, she can fly. They just all fly. But Moon Knight flies with like a a, a moon shaped cape. Come on, man. Hippos don't got no wings. I mean, you know what? Like, that's the thing about gods usually is that they yeah. can appear however they like. Yeah, we had an alligator that's, with dreads. So, like, you know, yeah, and a god was just feeling hippo y that day. The <laughs> dreads were cool because the dreads turned into its tail. That was really cool looking. Um, yeah. Well, uh, Amit versus Khonshu, what are your thoughts? It was a little weird. It was cool looking. But it was it, it it was one of those things. It's like if that's going down, and well, again, they, I know you don't have no, to explain it, but like that seems like a pretty big event. Nobody can see it. Remember, I thought they could. No, the, the whole first episode showed you, or the second episode showed you, that only the people who they want to see these things can oh, see okay. them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nobody saw that mm-hmm. except us. Oh, I saw. You it. know. Yeah. Us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But that's why. I mean, don't get me wrong. When Kanchu picked up his staff and knocked over, flipped over a car, people saw that. Mm-hmm. But like, but yeah, I think I think it would have been interesting if they reminded us of that. But like, yeah, yeah. I, knew, I knew I knew that nobody was seeing that. And on top mm-hmm. of that, everybody was a little busy getting murdered also at the same time. <laughs> like, that's right. Like, you know, um, and I before we end this conversation, and we're not ending it right now, but I just want to point that out, by the way. Uh, Amit's followers were granted the power by Harrow uh, to to judge everybody all at once, right? And in well, just in the city, right next mm-hmm. door, they'll mm-hmm. eventually move on to the rest of the world. They killed so many people, and that show never resolved that. And I'm fine with it. That was cool, man. Let those people, people die. Just, those people just got murdered. And how good did you feel if you were somebody who got chosen to live by Amit? You're like, I'm like, yeah, I might worship this god now. I don't know. Like, I saw a lot of people just die. <laughs> I think I'm going to get right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with that's, Amit. Get right with Amit. Yeah. That's the new Jesus right there, man. I don't know. Like, does, I wonder if like, he accounts for like it's modern just things. just canceling though. people. Yes. They right? all died, and and I didn't see Towerette make any plans to like fix that or talk to Osiris. I was hoping maybe a post credit something. They're just dead. Nah, just that's dead. cancel culture for real, right there, dude. Seriously, that was nuts, man. Got rid of all yeah. the toxic people. I Ooh. guess, yeah. I also really liked it. Like eventually, you know, at the end when when uh, uh, Conchu was like, "Do it, kill him," so they both die. And they can never do anything else again, you know? And he's like, you sound a lot like Amit right now. And I, I really mm-hmm. appreciated that because, like, there was always a very fine line between bringing his vengeance to those mm-hmm. who would to those who would do harm to Travelers of the Night. My wife got so hung up on that, and she's not wrong. Why did he say bring vengeance to those who would do harm? Don't you yeah, have to wait? Like yeah. Don't you have to wait until they do harm first? So, yeah, I think it's cool that Conchu's really is he really? I mean, that good of I mean, obviously the post credit scene paints a different picture there, where it's like if you mm-hmm. didn't already suspect Conchu of being a shady individual, uh, now you is. know he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I highly, highly recommend. I was trying to find the, an image of it, but um. I highly recommend Travis. If you ever want to read a really fun Moon Knight story, you go and check out. Uh, I think it starts on Avengers 
35. It's one okay. of the newer newer volumes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's called um The Avengers versus Conchu, I believe. Oh, okay. And basically you learn like after all these decades of of Conchu and Moon Knight teaming up to go do you know fight crime and stuff like that, you find out that Conchu's ultimate plan is to take over the world. And he, and he just and he just empowers Moon Knight with all the things that you've never seen him do before. And he just goes and wrecks every mystical character one by one. It's so hilarious, dude. He whoops the shit out of the Iron Fist. He goes and steals all of Doctor Strange's powers. What? He goes to Ghost Rider, the new Ghost Rider's house, and freaking just steals his car. (laughs) That's why not. (laughs) He just steals his car and drives off in a flaming car. Wow. And then he goes on the moon and waits because the Avengers call Thor in for backup. And he just wrecks Thor. Like, I don't even want to spoil that for you, but like, wow, you need to read that comic. It's hilarious. And honestly, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because, you know, I, I, we've been having predictions all season long of like, where does this show go? Where does this show go? I want that. Like when we started, <laughs> when we started this show, I was like, man, it can't, you just wait to see the moon, moon Knight teaming up with the Avengers. And now I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't, some want, ass. I don't want that. I want Conchu and Jake Lockley to be wrecking the Avengers while Mark and Steven are completely unaware of all the harm they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, that's wow. hilarious. Can I um, say also, like, the fact that I can say Mark and Steven and have the same image in my head but completely different personalities. Dude, Oscar is, is amazing. Is, is the yeah. chef's kiss of an acting performance. Yeah, that's like, where you go get them. Like, they are, they are, holy shit. They are like, two different people, and no MCU fan will ever argue that point. You know what I mean? Like, And I I will honestly like think he will will be robbed if he is not emmy like nominated oh dude watching you know if don cheeto can get one (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true it's true man don cheeto got nominated for for his one episode in falcon and winter soldier and it's like what you were in five minutes of that episode bro uh yeah no i agree i fully agree i think uh didn't wanda and and vision get nominated I think this. I don't know if them directly, but they're. Oh, um, I thought look, they did. No, I, I, I agree. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about your boy. <laughs> yeah, Oscar Isaac. You know what? Oscar Isaac deserves two Best Actor nominations. Please <laughs> believe. I <laughs> mean, yeah. you know, because the thing about it is, you know, look, you make video games. I always deconstruct. Like, uh, you know, because I'm I'm fascinated with how things work, right? And so when I see something that I don't believe, mm-hmm. my mind immediately starts deconstructing how this must, how you accomplish this, right? Because in, in, in some way, I feel like at some point, I'm going to have to reproduce this in a video game. So I just need to figure out how it is. When Mark and Steven see each other at the end and accept one another yeah for who they are what they are okay 
it it reminded me of like a real love story. It, you know, yeah. like like I remember watching this movie called you know what dreams may come when uh, Robin Williams, his wife commits suicide, he has to go down into hell to actually go, you know, find a way to, to you know, to, to free her because yeah. she's imprisoned, you know, her, herself emotionally, basically. And that's what hell was uh, in, in, in that story. And finally, he says, you know what? I abandoned you in real life. You know, that's that's what I did. And I'm not going to do that. And so if I have to be down here in hell with you mm -hmm. for eternity, damn it, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And how about that's exactly what happened in Moon Knight. And I was like. Yeah, I I feel yeah. And I was I, and, you know, the funniest thing about that is like uh, who doesn't get credit because we never got to see him. Osiris was the one that got hit in the fields. Yep. And and decided to save them and let them go. So that's yep. a character that we'll have to see it in another time, right? Like so mm -hmm. um yeah, but I thought that was really cool that it's like a little soap opera playing out in front of Osiris's gate and he's yeah. like that touched me, man. And then he yeah. and it, and then he just cracked them, leaves know? leaves the doors open. He cracked the mm -hmm. door open and unsanded their asses, you know? Like yeah. <laughs> yeah it was I like go was, ahead. I thought that was really cool. Um, I did have, uh, like before we move on to anything else, I did have some fun facts that I wanted to share with you about this, this, uh, episode that I thought were really cool. One, uh, when the young girl asked Layla, are you an, an are you an Egyptian superhero? And, you know, she replies in, 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 yes. in, in her language and says, I am, uh, there's graffiti on the wall in the background. And I don't know if you noticed that, but, um, mm -hmm. apparently it was translated from Arabic and it says, Khonshu is alive. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I thought that was cool. But I also just like that scene. I like that moment because I really like just giving everybody representation and like everybody getting to feel what it feels like to have a superhero that represents you. It's mm -hmm. such an awesome thing. And I I read that the director was like dancing all over the place when he did that scene. Uh, another weird thing I learned from an interview with that, that actress uh, that played Layla is it wasn't it was down to the wire like it was like the last 30 minutes before shooting that he called an audible and asked her to play the superhero version of herself it was actually going to be the actress that played Tawaret that was going to oh. be the superhero version of her and then in the in the final moments like you know like while they're getting everything set up they're like this is wrong it should just be her and so she was super excited because like uh, the other girl worked with her uh, like side by side, like she would, they would coach, you know, she would coach her on what, how they would handle it in this situation and stuff like that. But like they, it was a partnership with the two of them. And I, I thought that was really cool just to learn that. And then uh, the other one that I wanted to give you guys is, I don't know if you caught the license plate. It was a little cheesy at yep. the very end. Yeah. Spe the Spectre limousine. Um, I thought the way somebody wrote this was really cool at, as a fun fact, which was the license plates read Spectre, symbolizing that no matter what free will Mark and Steven have, Mark will always be the vehicle of vengeance for Khonshu. <laughs> hmm. I don't know if I read it yeah. as that, but I like it. That's a cool-ass car, right? I did like it. I did like it. Um, it is, it is uh, I mean, 
it does speak to like where's the rich the rich aspect because uh in the comics steven is the millionaire of the three of them and like he funds the whole moon knight operation and stuff like that so we'll see but i will say this uh like there is uh, something to look forward to potentially is if even if uh conchu decides to go and fight the avengers or whatever take over the world uh there are versions of of, of moon knight where uh, he is abandoned by Conchu, or he abandons Conchu, and still fights as Moon Knight. Obviously, it's a it's at a weaker power level, but <laughs> yeah. but I think that's cool that the character himself decides that there's value in con- continuing that mission, even if he doesn't share the same ideals as Conchu. So I would like to see that in the future. What well, you guys you guys want another Moon Knight show, another Moon Knight movie? I want him to or go a play Moon Knight with all movie. The- I wanted to play with all the toys. So a movie. I, well, I, I, I actually, I, I don't see why those things have to be mutually exclusive, though. I think I don't think you get more than one of each out of Oscar Isaac. That's just me. Spec. Oh, no way, dude. I, I th- no. It, look, you're gonna get as much as you know. Like seriously, like you know, Marvel's got bank. Like you, you know, are, they're gonna be are, like the kids love you, dude. You are, you're in you everything. Always, you always say these things, Ricky, and just like what? Where do you get these? I don't. I don't feel like you want you want them to. You would want to play for that long. After what? coming off of Star what? Wars, after nobody, of Star Wars. nobody puts on a mummy wrapped superhero suit and says, "I only want to do this for a short amount of time." <laughs> Come on, man, dude, 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 no, dude, no, no. dude. He was Apocalypse. No further questions. He was Apocalypse, he was apocalypse. and then he still signed up to be Moon Knight. Thank you. He cares about He's this character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This guy He's is not. We're gonna get Moon Knight hanging out with Daredevil. We're gonna get Moon Knight hanging out with the West Coast Avengers. We're gonna get Conchu, Spider-Man contract pending. Moon Knight hanging out with Raven. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Once once Disney buys Warner Brothers. <laughs> it might happen. Who knows? Who knows? No. Uh, so it's safe to say that everybody liked this episode and the show in general. It's it's top top half of the Disney Plus shows for me. It was yeah. It was it was amazing. Um, and I really love the fact that these weren't thirty minutes. Yeah, although the last episode was like forty two minutes. It was it was pretty short. Uh, but yeah, I, I did I did like the length of each of them. I thought it was pretty fun. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I like I if anybody is somehow watching this and has never watched Moon Knight, uh Frank, I'm talking to you. Uh check the show out, man. It's really it's ridiculous. It's it's it's, it's such a uh, it's it's so much in its own lane that it's it's you don't need to be invested in the other stuff. It's Yeah, I think that's one of the coolest things just about jump it. Jump on, is, jump on board. A, it's a brand new jumping on point, right? Mm-hmm. Like eventually you'll have questions but like when he ties into other stuff but for right now you can just watch that and be like i'm a moon knight fan you know? i i will say and i was talking about this with a friend of mine too is that thank god for for streaming now because how would you have ever got this story out yeah in, in any other way Oh, as a movie, this would have like, been awful. Like, it would have been, been an awful movie. It would have been a terrible yeah. movie. You know what yeah. I mean? 
And, and, and just the fact that you can have this long form now for these type of stories is like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, such a, it's, it's such a gift to all geeks, yeah. you know, out there. It, it, it really is. I feel like, you know, Marvel is our grown-up anime. It's true. It's true. You know, I, there was something I mentioned earlier, that, uh, like not related to this, but I just wanted to get it out there before we, we, we switch subjects. Um, I mentioned that the comics, like there was a lot of awkward cultural appropriation in there and stuff. And, you know, uh, Moon Knight is historically a, a white male that uh, adopts all these Egyptian vestments and Egypt, Egyptian cultures and all these things. And, and he hooks up with his, uh, his girlfriend, who's the daughter of a... Uh, archaeologist that's that's also robbing you know tombs and stuff of all of their of their cultural uh significance and stuff like that really awkward right so like i really like that this show found a way to say okay we'll embrace part of that but if we're gonna do that we're also going to cancel that out by giving a new you know a new character for for heroes of that you know region and stuff and so like I really like that we got a Scarlet Scarab just out of the blue uh, to balance out all the awkward things that Moon Knight is or could be to some people. And what it made me realize is like, this show is the better Iron Fist. Um, Yes. I don't know if you ever put up with all two seasons of Iron Fist. Did you do it? Did you do it? Oh, you're asking me. Oh, I thought yeah, you were no, asking. I, I, know, I, I, don't, I don't want to. I, you, I, I did. It, it, it was like you, you just kept hoping it yeah, would well, somehow get better. And it was just. Well, in bad. fairness, I think it kind of did get better at the very end, right? When they well, finally it couldn't said, have got worse. Yeah. yeah well, but what I'm saying is uh, at the very end of two lengthy seasons of uh, the story about this white guy that goes to a magical, mystical uh, Far East land and and becomes the master of a martial art and is super cultural appropriated through the whole damn show. Uh, at the final end of the, the, the show, he realizes that he's not worthy of that power and the Asian character, Colleen Wing, ends up being the new Iron Fist. And I was like, huh, I kind of wish the comics had did that a million years ago. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I, I just, you got, I just, you gotta have you know, the white dude on there. He sells well, books. Well, I, well, I was just like, that should have happened a long time ago because it, yeah. his kung fu was trash. It was. I was trash. like, was dude, trash. yeah, like it, it, seriously, like, yeah, come on. So I, I appreciate that, even though Moon Knight, or I mean, sorry, Iron Fist was a big miss. I appreciate that Marvel Studios was like. I think we can do something very similar, but way better. And we'll do it with an equally disposable character, which is Moon Knight, you know? Uh, I'm just saying there's a a, a very, the the cross-section of fans for Moon Knight and Iron Fist, it's probably all the same people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's it. That's it. It's just, there's not very many. It's like five. I know Nas is an Iron Fist fan. Um, I don't think he likes... The Moon Knight, though. So, who knows? But anyways, I think we've talked enough about Moon Knight. We should probably go uh, finish the night off by talking about...
I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought you wanted to lead it. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And just Movie time here. Movie times. It just came out in theaters uh, yesterday. Uh, if we're doing the math, I think this is the... Uh, is this the fifth Marvel movie to come out? Sorry, the fifth MCU movie to be released during the pandemic. If you even uh, want to, if you I even want to so. call this the pandemic now, I don't know. People, well, people don't yeah, want to. I mean, people yeah. were definitely not masked up in my theater. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the fifth one to come out, and it's also just so happens to be the fifth uh, MCU movie in Phase Four, correct? Mm-hmm. Because uh, Phase Four is all pandemic movies, I believe. Uh, I think Spider-Man No Way Home was meant to be a uh, phase four, but then they decided to not, not No Way Home. I meant uh, Far From Home, Far mm-hmm. From Home was meant to be a phase four. And at the last minute, they're is like, this, nope, it's phase three. This is the first time we're doing a show on release. I don't think we've done that before. Uh, we did it a few weeks ago, and that's when Frank quit the show because we watched Morbius. Oh, yeah, we burned that card on Morbius fuck. And then and then and and funny is when we did it with Morbius, you're like, this is the first time we've ever done this. And then I was like, except for that time where we also did it with Black Widow. Uh, but that came out like on a Thursday, right? Or on a Wednesday. Sorry, it came out on a weird day. I feel it came, it, we did it the same week that it came out. Mm, not the same. It hits so, okay. different. It hits different because it was yesterday versus two yesterdays ago. Mm-hmm. Anyways, if anybody stuck around for this stupid argument um, and, and has not yet watched Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, uh, do yourselves a favor. Spoiler warning. We're going to spoil it right now. Uh, like, there's a lot to spoil. So please, it's a lot please to talk it, take it. Please, if you haven't seen the movie, come back later and well, check this part out. Um, we're just going to blab away on all the geeky fan service spoilers right now. So, uh, Travis, do you want be our guest? Kick Talk about off. this movie. Kick us off. Tell us, Set tell the us bar. what you want to say. Set the tone. If you, if, if you don't do it well, I got your, your, your notes here. I'll, I'll, I'll share what you have to say. So like Moon Knight. Okay. I don't know how much of this movie was bullshit and how much of it was real. <laughs> right? Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Like bullshit it, it, story or bullshit in general? Yes. <laughs> right? And, and 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 so I'm left like it and I know this sounds like incredibly nerdy and or geeky to say, but I straight up don't know how to feel. I don't know how to I, feel I, right I, now. I'm like, with you. like, like, should I be happy? Should I be? Should I be sad? Should I be scared? Should I, you know, like, what the hell's going on up in this motherfucker? Like, I don't. We're, I we're don't the dog who it. caught the. Uh, we we caught the 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 mailman. Yeah, is this we, the beginning? We got what we wanted. We got yeah, the. Is, is this and, the beginning? Or is this the end? Yeah, like, like, is this the middle? Like, come on, somebody throw me a bone here. And I think that's the madness part that I'm feeling right now because I'm straight mad because I'm like, I don't get what's going on. You know, like, is that like, seriously, did that just happen or not? And who is this? And who is she? Who is oh, that? What is what? Looks you cool. know what I'm saying? And finally, 
and this is this is like a personal thing. I love Sam Raimi as a director. I really do. Right? I actually leaned over in the middle of the movie to say that to my wife. I was like, and, I love Sam Raimi. Now, I, just, and, I just love him. And, and the thing about it was is that I feel like Sam Raimi every day a movie he goes he goes from zero to camp sometimes, right? Yeah. And this movie, he took it right to the edge and said, nah, I'm not giving you camp player, but I'm yeah. giving you a whole bunch of spooky. And I appreciated that, right? I yeah. really did. So it is, a, it, 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 he, it, this movie is the Sam Raimiest of Sam Raimiest. I, I feel like he is right in his evil dead pocket here. And I, I, feel, and I, was, and I was here for it. I feel like I almost agree with you, but I think it was parts of this movie were the Sam Raimiest of Sam Raimi's. But like, you know how like, you know, we've seen how the Marvel process is like they start doing previs on certain scenes and mm-hmm. stuff before, well, before they ever get a director, right? Like, so like a lot of like the big action moments that happen like are are planned out by a team of, of storyboard artists and like, yeah, they have like, the beats and, down. And like the whole like, you know, the collective, the Marvel MCU collective that is in charge of making sure everything is cohesive and stuff like that. And so normally this works really well when they go and get like, you know, and I I don't mean to insult them, but like no name directors, right? Like directors that people have never heard of or have only had like one or two projects under their belt. Like, right, like Mohamed Diab, who did Moon Knight, like. I love that show. I don't know what parts of it were Muhammad and what parts of it were Marvel productions or Marvel studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a, it's a, it's a seamless thing. It's a seamless, you know, blurred together thing. I know exactly what scenes in Dr. Strange were Sam Raimi's <laughs> and I know exactly what scenes weren't. And that's what made it weird for me. The same goes for like the Danny Elfman of it, you know, like it's cause they're like a God. pair. They're yeah. like a pair together. And there are moments where it's like, that's Sam and Danny right there. And that's nuts. And I love it. But like, I think what made the movie weird for me uh, is that it wasn't an entirely Sam and Danny movie. And and I think normally for Sam's storytelling to work, you need to let him do it the whole way through. Do you know what I mean? Like, And so like, do. you do need to embrace the camp and the horror like to to fuller extents and so and, and and to the point where it's like i wish you could turn that back you know but like it did feel like a restrained sam raimi and i don't know that i liked that about it so like i'm i'm on the fence because i love the sam raiminess of it but i hated that there was a marveliness of it too that was somehow opposing and i know that that's that that's not always the case because i've seen three spider-man movies that were just Sam Raimi doing his bananas things, and two of them are really good. You know, <laughs> one is god awful. <laughs> I don't think it's god awful, but I know a lot of people do. So I don't. But, I don't know a lot about Sam Raimi and Sam Raimi isms aside from Spider Man. But to Dennis's point, hey, I told you uh, months ago to go watch all the Dark Man movies. What the nope, hell? Nope. What you didn't watch Dark Man? Of course I didn't watch fucking Dark Man. It's good, dude. <laughs> but it. You definitely, there was that line in this movie of like, just visually and, and 
Yeah, I know he has the whole handheld camera thing that he does, and it's it's like it's very jarring, like the the split. You know, it's yeah. like almost watching like WandaVision. Not maybe WandaVision not the best example, but like one of the longer MCU shows, and like when you start switching directors or shit, like the Mandalorian, we start switching directors, like oh. it becomes very different. You know how I knew it was the Sam Raimi movie mm-hmm. as soon as that eyeball came out. <laughs> There's always some sort of flying eyeball in a Sam Raimi movie. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That, and, and that, as soon that, as that eyeball came out, I was like, "Yep." As soon that, as a matter of fact, as soon as I saw that spear, I was like, "Go ahead, Sam, give it to us." Yeah, right on out. I don't know if you guys have ever seen "Drag Me to Hell," but like, yes, the the scenes in other Wanda's home uh, when she started realizing she was being taken over, and like she's tripping balls and seeing stuff like. And she looks down at her her coffee cup or her teacup, whatever, and she just sees an ocean in there. And like, there was a lot of drag me to hell, which is mm-hmm. kind of a weird one for me because I think drag me to hell is one of the first Sam Raimi horror movies that actually implemented a lot of CG. And I didn't know how I felt about that at the time, and I was more accepting of it now because it's like I don't want to know that Marvel Universe movies are doing practical effects. No, I don't want. I don't think I want practical effects for that kind of shit in an MCU movie, you know? So I'm fine with it this time around, but it did remind me of Drag Me to Hell. Like, there's so many moments through the whole movie that it's like, there's Dark Man. There's uh, Army of Darkness. Oh, there we go. Okay, we're just going to keep There's Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah, there's Evil Dead. You know, like, um, yeah, that was fun. But, like, I think the big problem is, like, while it was a cool... Very a cool like museum of Sam Raimi tricks and, and camera, like, like skill and all this stuff. What was the story of this movie? It's, see, it's and, so and, weightless. And, and that's it. Well, but is it though? Right. And <laughs> what I mean is it's like, let me go get the book of Ashanti really quick to answer your question. <laughs> oh, wait, oh wait, never mind. It doesn't matter. Cause it got burned. It was. See, do those we saw Reed Richards or did we? Yeah, we it's, saw Avery Richards. We saw exactly Avery like I, right, and, and I, so that's what I mean, right? That's what I mean. It's like Fantastic Four is right around the corner. Everybody knows we want him to be Reed Richards. Was that Reed Richards? I don't want him to be Reed Richards. A lot of people do. I know a lot of people like, do. I, I felt like that was a, a fan service moment. Yeah, it felt right. fan service. Like this felt like free comic book day. It's it's uh, the, it's the comic you get what? that has a bunch of shit in it that looks cool, but it's it's Why to do, get you to buy the other stuff. I yeah. get I get so I get so like up in arms when people say fan service because it's like I don't want to call it fan service to, though. It, you're supposed I, to I get what you it. want. Then, you're supposed yeah, to get what you want. That's fair. What I mean by fan service is I feel like, sorry, in this particular moment, what I mean by it is I felt like the fans willed that moment into existence. And that, like, I don't feel that he was in any way a good representation of Reed Richards. I didn't feel like he he gave me any Reed Richards vibes at all. He gave me some good news vibes. Like, I was like, hey, there's Jim Halpert. That's cool, but I didn't feel like I didn't feel like he was smart. I didn't feel like he was he was cold a little bit, like like you know, because Sue was the one that's supposed to bring the heart to the family. Um, mm-hmm. I I just felt like 
I felt like a warm hug from from John Krasinski. And I don't think that's what I actually want from the Reed Richards that helped form an Illuminati. That guy's a dick. Like, that guy's a super dick, all right? The entire Illuminati is a dick. Uh, but I felt like it was it was presented in a way that really was like, well, Mordo's a dick. You know, like, and that didn't feel right. I don't I, know. I, it was... And then I had, you know, this 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 moment of crisis when I'm sitting here going, you got an omega level mutant versus another omega level mutant, and then you know I, then it's the Batman, uh, you know, conversation. Well, who has time to prepare? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like there's no way. Like if if, if Professor X just saw her cancel, like three yeah. people out of the Illuminati that he wouldn't have turned her lights off like quick, fast, and in a hurry, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. seriously, right? So it was, like I said, it, it it felt like empty calories. Yeah. Right? Because you were like, the reason why uh I'm emotionally tied to a lot of these movies is because the story matters. Mm -hmm. What matters here, right? And even well, I don't know. No one well, knows. No, well, no. Well, let's let's back up for a second. So the 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 story starts with you being told that America Chavez is super important to the universe, and then being told, oh, by the way, all dreams are actually real. Uh, they're just somebody else is experiencing somewhere else and you're like okay because i've had some gross ones but like <laughs> um but okay that's fine uh and then dr strange you know like he's starting to be a little humbled uh but then he kind of forgets that and just is like oh we got to save this character uh and then moments later we find out oh apparently we have to save this character from wanda because yeah. remember that show you watched where she felt remorse for that uh, thing. doing this horrible thing to the, the town of Westview. I got to speak to that. Let's you know, see. but then she found a book that was evil. And so now she's just all about one thing, which is she wants her kids back. And apparently America Chavez is the way to do it. So that's the story. And they're going to go find, they're going to go on a hunt for MacGuffins to try and like stop it. But the, the MacGuffin. But, to, but the MacGuffin isn't going <laughs> to matter. And then the other MacGuffin's going to get burned up. But then they'll find another MacGuffin that's in a in a mountain that is the same name as a thing that fans should care about, but has nothing to do with it. And in the end, Wanda's going to be like, oh, I guess that was shitty of me. The end. You know, like, I don't know. It, that was the story. Like, that was the story. And so what was what like, did it matter? Did it matter that we spent like a half hour in another world where we got to meet the Illuminati that is just it was just like, you know, Professor X wheels out in the chair that fans have always wanted to see him in. And and you get a fun flashback of him in that same chair on Titan. In a suit. And I'm like, and I'm like <laughs> I, I, okay, we're going to pause for a second to address Ricky. Ricky is so obsessed with the fact that Professor X is in a suit on Titan. I'm just saying, if you go fight and, on and Titan. No, 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 no. I get to finish saying what I'm saying. And yet you're not obsessed with the fact that he brought a full-on giant wheelchair to Titan <laughs> when his powers are 
brain powers that he can project his psychic consciousness across the galaxy. Why bring him to Titan? He's a hands-on kind of guy. No, he's actually really not. He's really not. <laughs> he's the opposite. But the fact that he decides to show up with the chair in a fucking suit, not like a not the leather suit, but just a, a regular ass. Like that's what, premeditated. What, he what had to le- go what, to Titan. What, what leather suit are you talking about? Like the one from the movies. Like put on a put on a battle suit, dude. Like. For what? What is he gonna do? Sweep the leg? Exactly. What is he gonna sweep the leg? The alternative is put on a a twill olive suit to go to school. As opposed to what a onesie? Like I I don't know. It just looked weird. What looked weird is a freaking giant yellow freaking uh, wheelchair on a planet that clearly has no ramps. (laughs) Hover chair. I know it's a hover chair, but that planet was wrecked, man. I don't know. Like yeah, no I was business. like, no business like there. Yeah, he had no business there at all. I don't care what he's wearing. That's stupid. So, don't so, shame a guy in a wheelchair for dressing comfortably. All right, that's how he likes that. Well, yeah, to him, it is. Yeah, I've never seen him not wearing a suit in those in those X Men <laughs> movies, man. So, uh, look, once again, I I feel like I don't know how to feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I, I feel like, is this the beginning of something? Is this the end of a lot of things? Like, you know, is this like, is this like the movie where all your fanboy hopes and dreams go to die? Like, shut up, finally, right? Like, we gave you this, be quiet. And it's over, or, or, you know, I don't know, is this the, is this the potpourri that we'll pull from forever? I don't, I don't know. Right. And and because I, I just don't know where all this sat in the MCU, mm-hmm. ultimately, you know, it just felt like. I mean, that was cool. Was it? Cool? Uh, was it? <laughs> exactly. Was the was the Wanda stuff cool to you? Did you like how they handled her character? Um, It's a pretty big I heel did. turn. I did. I, 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 I did. I. I, I, I felt I was glad that I didn't know definitively, like, for example, like she was going to be the heel. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I try to go into most of these movies pretty ignorant about what's what's going on as, as much yeah. as I could. And so when when she said America and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, like he never said her name, you know. And so I got there like super fast and I usually don't. Like for whatever reason, I like to be on a roller coaster to some degree yeah, yeah. in a movie, and so that you know, so yeah, that that picked up to me. So yes, I I I feel like she was she was great, but I was also looking for a more ultimate expression of how badass she was in the whole scene where she's like assaulting, you know, the uh, the, the fortress. Mm-hmm. I felt like. I mean it's nice and everything, but like from a from a magic standpoint, I mean, couldn't she just rip that place to shreds? Like, I yeah. mean, she was the one who said no more mutants. I was looking for something like that, something akin to that, so that they can so that they can like, I don't know, go in the fifth gear in the MCU. And I, you know, and I, that's what I was really looking for. At the end of the day, I was mm-hmm. looking for them to wrap this up somehow. And then, and, and then, and then spit out X Men and Fantastic Four. Well, it, right? it starts or out with her or something, yeah. alignment being ambiguous, 
and it ends in the same. Her, her alignment is not ambiguous, bro. But, but hear she me out. She killed all of them. She killed like so but many she, people. She, but to Travis's point, though, she is not like this, this uber omega thing yet. Yes, she is. Yeah, do do we do we not? She watch just does, she's just she's just not. She she just doesn't know it yet. Did we not it's, watch it's... WandaVision? Like she created a superhero just by having her pass through her hex field. Yep. Like. She, it's like I'm. It's like it, she's in a mopey state now again, right? Mopey or whatever, whatever. Like at the end of this movie, she is back. This is in why the same... we were supposed to have a woman on this episode. No, see? I'm not trying to. <sighs> like the movie ends and Wanda gets crumbled in the in the mountain, right? No, she doesn't get crumbled. She, she chooses. Crumbled. She chooses to be crumbled. No, she sacrifices herself. She's not dead. Like, let's be well. Real. Yeah, for sure, but like she tried to sacrifice herself. You know, you don't tell me the next time they see her, like we got to get her off the board. Like it is just on site with Wanda. That that's how I come at that, and that's what I have a problem mm-hmm. with. Like it's not. They don't. It doesn't feel like that. No, it, it does feel like that. It does, but like I'm saying, I'm saying, was this fair to her character? To to be a person that was going through her grief in mm-hmm. in the last in the last time we saw her, and and working through all that, and to suddenly, you know, and to have like even that pep talk from Monica like towards the end, you know, like that that does does the logical leap then go from, oh, I get it. The only thing I need to get my kids back is I have to kill some random teenage girl. Okay, you know, like. That I felt like we weren't just for the sake of the 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 twist at the beginning of the movie where you find out that she's our, she's the bad guy she's a heel. I felt like just to preserve that twist, we weren't given the chance to see that that leap develop that, yeah that that development in her character. Well, see the thing, I guess what kind of made me go. I don't know if she's redeemable or not. Is is when she explained that she wanted to be with her kids. Period. Full stop. But under any circumstances. Yeah. Right. And that was the that was the bridge too far. I thought for me was is like not only did she want to be with her kids, but she wanted the ability to to continuously forever and mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. make it make it fine right and, see, and i was and I, like that that's where you go from grief to like greed in 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 some weird way where i feel like you have to like be that's, fundamentally that, that's, that's flawed. and and i and i like and i like the character i guess from the comics so much <laughs> that i feel gross knowing that they took her and made her a potentially irredeemable mm-hmm, you know yeah. what i mean like i don't like that like because uh i do like when the in the comics they say we got to take her off the board, but by that we don't like some might mean kill, but like usually the story resolves where they realize she is redeemable. And so they don't have to actually mm-hmm. take her off the board or, or they pay horrible repercussions because they take her off the board. And then they realize maybe this Illuminati thing is a bad idea. Maybe we shouldn't discover this. Um, but yeah, like I, I want there to be a no more mutants moment eventually. And I just feel like <laughs> you got to get him first. Like, like, is she, is she past Darth Vader at this point? Like, is she so evil that like, yes, I don't want to see 
the redemption. And I'm worried that that's the case. And I don't think that's fair. And I and the biggest reason I don't think that's fair is because I rewatched uh, Doctor Strange, the, the first one this week. Um, and I was really pleasantly surprised at like how well that movie holds up and how oh, it's, like, great. It's, yeah. it's really fun. Like, I think when I watched it back in the day, I was like, it feels exactly like Iron Man, which is not a bad thing, but it just feels like a clone of Iron Man. But watching it now with this many years removed, it's been six years. It was way easier to watch because we just don't have an Iron Man. And like, and you know, Doctor Strange has grown a little bit, done cool things in other movies. Um, but the thing that I really liked the most about that movie is it kept hammering in our heads the idea that this magic comes with a cost. Like there's costs to everything they do. Mm-hmm. And and that's actually what ends inevitably causes the split between Strange and Mordo is when Mordo finds out that the Ancient One has been paying a cost like far too too steep uh, in order to preserve herself so that she can protect the world realm. He's like, no, uh, there's too many sorcerers. We got to start killing them, right? And so uh, two things that came I came away from that movie was one, I can't wait till we finally get to see Mordo say, the bill has come due. Because... That's his whole thing, right? He thinks everybody has to pay for this. Two, I can't wait to get more of Doctor Strange paying the cost, too. And man, when I see that guy fill an empty glass with wine, I'm like, what the fuck is the cost? He just does whatever the hell he wants now. Like, I can forgive him tying a tie because I thought that was kind of a cute little reminder that he can't use his hands well. You know what I mean? But I assume that he's sacrificing like his left nut for you know. tying that tie or something like that. You know what I mean, like I assume there's flexing. And so what really pissed me off about this movie from the story perspective, as far as that cost is concerned, is Doctor Strange was never really penalized for all of this dope magic that he used. But Wanda was constantly being shown progressing to a darker state and and i know i know they tried to blame that on the dark hold but it just i just didn't feel like it was fair to the character of wanda because like dr strange did a lot of crazy shit and and there was one moment one moment in that whole movie where i was like yeah he's gonna pay a cost and he tells christine he's like hey i need you to protect me from the souls of the dam you know because he's gonna piss them off by hijacking a dead guy and then he does it, and sure enough, the damned all come, and they're super cool looking, and they're like, you better get out of that body, you suck. And then he gets a little pep talk from Christine. And then what he does? He turns those fucking spirits into an accessory. He turns them into a giant death shroud, which is the coolest looking shroud ever. Don't get me wrong. So I'm very conflicted like Travis through the whole time because like they show me really cool shit. It just looks so cool. But narratively, it just hurts me because I, I know that there was at times writers that cared about this shit and, and made a point of doing a two-hour movie that explained that these things come at a cost. And dude, I'm I'm not, I'm gonna be it's a hard convince to to get me to believe that a third eye is his penalty for doing all this shit. Yeah. That's fucking cool. It's a cool third eye. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> I mean, like, where are you going to get contacts? I mean, uh, <laughs> third option. Just buy two pairs and keep a spare. 
Oh my god, it's probably a different prescription. Anyways, I, I'm sorry for that. I mean, rant. maybe maybe that's, that rant, why he's, that's, he's not, that's why he's not he's not the Sorcerer Supreme yet again, right? But it's not well, technically he isn't. He, but, he isn't, but yeah, that's you know, he's still arrogant, and he I I I just did he. It's the same thing as Wanda in my my book. Like, what is his arc in this movie? Like what he's he's kind of in the same spot. Well, like. I can answer that, and it's probably the only thing I actually liked about the whole mm-hmm. movie was the end. I, 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 like I know I talked to you before about this, and you you liked the first two acts better than the third. I actually liked the third act it, pretty much for me. The moment the movie got awesome was mm-hmm. when he said, "I never said it had to be a living body," and then he hijacks the freaking dead guy. <laughs> that movie got nuts. It got it got bananas at that point. But like, here's the thing, what I really liked about that, and I'm not going to say it's the most beautifully executed, but was that speech that Christine gave him at the beginning about they never would have worked out because he always needs to be the one holding the scalpel. Mm-hmm. And and for him to finally recognize that the best way to save America is to trust that she can save herself. Do you know what I mean? And like, because he because like the whole conflict of the movie the entire time is I can take your power and I can make this right, you know, but mm-hmm. like he finally relinquished that responsibility to the teenage girl. And that was his arc. I wouldn't say it was a great arc because it took a lot of fluff in the middle to get there. You know <laughs> what I mean? But like, uh, but that was his arc. Do you, I, do you, do you disagree, Travis? No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On that, on the topic of America, I, I really did enjoy her character. Um, I just didn't care what happened to her. But we I don't know her. I I would love you to explain to me who she is as a person. A cool teenager who can uh, time jump. Why is she or, cool? Uh, or multiverse? You can't she just cool. go. You, she she looks, looks cool. She's a she's a <laughs> semi. I want to say confident, but a a spunky teen. What, another why? spunky teen to. Uh, to fit the board, who's who's well traveled, you know, she went to the multiverse. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is why Ricky is not in charge of pitch meetings. No, I liked her character overall. Travis, who was America Chavez in this movie? Uh, aside from a MacGuffin, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, she was, you know, she look, she had personality, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, no shade to the actress, you know. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. No, I am not in any way trying to disparage yeah, the actress. Um. But yeah, I mean, she she was like a walking MacGuffin in it. Yeah, you know? I like mean, I didn't care what happened. She to was her. And, you know? If well, you I didn't care what happened to her. That's bad. That's bad yeah, storytelling. I, I, you know, I no, I cared about what happened to her. But you know, it was just I, I don't know. It was just it was just kind of hanging out. You know, it was just kind of there. You know. Yeah. I mean, and the thing about it was, it's like for me, and I know this might sound a little shallow, but I love it when like you hear someone's name and you know their ethnic background, right? Like for me, like, you know, like when I heard Chavez, I was like, yes, (laughs) not another white superhero. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for me and, you know, and, and homegirl can like jump through realities. Like that's a huge power, right? It's not like, Oh, I have the power to make sparkles like, you know, some <laughs> some superheroes. You're like, really? Yeah. But you at know? the same so- time, like I had never, ever heard of the Scarlet Scarab 
and I was so much happier to meet the Scarlet Scarab in the last six weeks. You know what I mean? Uh, because like, even if her powers are dumb wings, like, I don't know. I got to know who that person was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would, yeah, yeah we, that, we didn't yeah, get so to know who America no, yeah. was. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah. She would have worked ten times better if she was in a movie, two movies. She, she was in Shang-Chi. She was in Black... Like, you know, if, if she would have had her entry somewhere else, that would have made this a much better movie just by that fact. But she just if, pops in, and the whole crux, right, is should Strange just take her powers and killer right to fix it yeah i think that's a good point though because like if if we're not supposed to know whether or not we should care about all of the people in the other worlds Mm -hmm. i think we've been told that we should at least care about america so i think the movie owed it to us to make us care about her Mm -hmm. right yeah and, and not only that like when you consider like how much time marvel spends on like their continuity and shooting things in a in in a way like I think they missed a golden opportunity with her to like you know put her places that you know of of, of consequence um, so that she could bear witness to that stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like you've got all this B roll, like why not use it? You know when she was like, yeah, I was here, I was here, I was here. I was she here. could have been there when Banner saw the 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 explosion or something like right. that. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Right, could have she could have just been in other places that were similar to origins we've seen or stories we've seen, but different. You know what I mean? Same but different. Like she, they could have shown us. Like I felt like the multiverse of madness was like two and a half places. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? They did a, like, little, a little quick time event. So so here's so 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 here's so here's the. More than one. Like, what, what, what does this, what does this leave us, right? Like, once again, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm being a little bit too hard on this, but you know, I don't, I don't feel like I am. I don't feel like I am because I feel like, you know, the one of the strengths of 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 the Marvel universe and in, mm-hmm. in the movies is that there's enough of that. Uh, there's enough of it rooted in source material that that fans can you know go on a lot of different tangents about what might be happening next or what is currently happening in all those different all those different things and i think that's i think that's great and i think that this movie just screwed with all of that Mm -hmm. yeah you know what right it like, where do you go? Are, you, are you excited it, it, for more Doctor Strange? Like it doesn't it doesn't leave me wanting more. Like oh yeah, I can't wait for Doctor Strange three. Like, I, I I on the like on the scale of one to ten, I still mm-hmm. think this movie to me is like a seven and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Right, um, because at the end of the day, the, you know, the question that I will always ask myself was, did I have fun? Okay, and I really did. And listen, um, if you haven't seen this movie in 3D, you need to see it in 3D. It was a whole nother level. Yeah. Like the, the really visual was. effects to me, like I had this argument with Ricky and Frank yesterday, but to me, they were the most fun, ambitious visual effects that I have seen in a Marvel movie. Like I was like, what is that? 
like I like the whole time. And I know I got a few moments of that in Infinity War where I was like, Crimson Bands of Sidorak, uh, uh, Bolts of, you know, like all these different things. But like this, I couldn't stop. Like, and not only as a Marvel fan, but like as a D&D fan, too. Like the <laughs> shit he was doing, like was just so amazing. And I just loved it. And I, I definitely was like, I can't believe I'm sober while I'm watching this right now. Mm. That's that's dumb. <laughs> Why did I do that? Like that was stupid. <laughs> can can I say also, like Wong continues to be one of my favorite characters in the MCU. <sighs> I like I, Wong. I feel like I feel like he is such a better sorcerer supreme. <laughs> is he though? Like, what did he do at the end of the movie? Like, what his did, job? What did he yeah, he, <laughs> he protected Karmatas. Right. Mm, I mean, no, he got kid. He got captured, and then some think? other random sorcerers. Like, no, I can't let you do this. And she sacrifices herself to to destroy the dark. And then he and, saved like three of them. And by then, and then, Wondergore. and then later on, there's just a scene where, like, several scenes where Wong is climbing a cliff, and I'm like, this doesn't seem like the best use of Wong right now. Like, I don't know. It just was like they just were like trying to find things for Wong to do until Doctor Strange got there. And I just, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling him. I felt like, I felt like Wong and Mordo really let me down from, from all the potential that they set me up with in the last movie. In the, well, in the it previous. wasn't your Mordo. Like we didn't, we had to not see that Mordo in this movie. I know we got ripped off because Dr. Strange just expositioned Mordo and said, oh yeah, he's been a pain in the ass for like years. I'm like, What? You're going to skip. Chiwetel Ejiofor needs to quit. He just, I don't, he, uh, he does not deserve that treatment, man. That guy is an amazing actor. Well, and that's he got true. wasted twice, twice in those movies. Twice. I don't know. I just, I was a little cranky about certain, certain characters being sidelined so that Christine could like pep talk Dr. Strange as many times as she did, even though that's not his Christine. Called top so billing, need, baby. Like, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I know. Whatever. Better it's agent. fine. It's fine because as as long as uh you know as long as we get a Charlize Theron as Clea. I don't know. Yeah. Did that do anything for you guys? Was that was that exciting to you? I like Charlize. No. Do you? You like Fast and the Furious movies too? Yeah, she's in those. Yeah, I know. It was cool. Like, hey, purple lady. I think I need to learn your definition of what it was cool. Means. It was visually striking and it had an actress that I knew. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. So like, as long as you can justify it, it becomes cool. Mm -hmm. I, I think a person once, that was once, once, once again, you know, that was, that was probably the only thing that I felt like I could count on was that scene. <laughs> You know, but because that, that was because, real. Yeah. Well, because the in because usually those end credit scenes was, are are the connective tissue in between, yeah. you know, M, you know MCU movies. And so when I looked at that, you know, that was the first thing I was I was thinking to myself is I was like, okay, at least this part is real. Was, so I yeah. so I I know. Yeah. Right. But oh. but then it was like, hey, something's going on. Let's let's go here. Oh, oh okay. He yeah. saw gung ho about it. Like he I just feel, jumps right in. You and your third that, eye. Yeah, he's yeah. got that third eye. He's ready to go. 
I feel like the thing the thing that this movie has going against it and eventually for it is it feels like the Age of Ultron, where Age of Ultron could only age well as all the things it set up came to fruition, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think the problem with this movie is it was just trying to set up more than anything else. It wasn't really telling a story, and that's why they went with a simple MacGuffin hunt. Um, but they set up potentially X-Men. They set up Fantastic Four. They set up, uh, you know, the Illuminati. They set up Incursions. They set up Secret Wars. They set up Battle Worlds, potentially. They set up all these things that I know fans are really going to geek out over eventually. But, like, at the sacrifice of telling a fun story, uh, like a meaningful story in itself. See, and that was it, that was Age of Ultron. That was Age of Ultron too. I, I I don't I don't know whether or not I agree because you know you're saying hey they 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 set up they set up they set up, and I'm thinking are they sewing things up? Are they putting a bow on this? You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's a, fair, fair, yeah, fair, fair. Yeah. At least with Age of Ultron, we knew those were things that were going to come. We knew yeah. Oh, Thor's Thor's having Ragnarok dreams. I bet they're going to do Ragnarok. You know, like because uh, the. At the time of Age of Ultron, you could only go forward, right? Like that was now where now you can go sideways, you can go backwards, you can go to animated shows, you know, like um, so yeah, I feel you in that it does feel different in the sense that is it over or is are they just putting out plot threads to see who who bites? You yeah, know, and, and I think so, that's what it is. Like honestly, as simple as that. It's like let's let's see what just, what sticks. Well, we said no, like seriously, like they just straight up said this is universe 616. Mm-hmm. Like that, that wasn't like they're hinted at it, yeah. They said it, you know, right? Mr. Like, Mysterio, Mysterio said it first, <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? This Awkward. is this is this is this is your reality, yeah, right? And and you know, and, and so. I don't know. Like I said, I I just don't know how to feel enough. And 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 for me, it's always this issue when it comes to this. Like, as a fan, like it 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 does no good to speculate on things that you know don't have a shot in hell of actually happening. For mm-hmm. sure. Okay, and so you just like you, you feel like I'm not going to even. Entertain my boys about this because I'll never see this on screen, right? And so you just try to take all of these, you know, sort of hints and clues that MCU puts out in in these different movies, and then we make shows and we talk about it and we and we do all that stuff. And you know, it, and now I feel like I am no smarter coming yeah. out of this than I was going in. That's fair, and that's and that's tragic. Yeah. I learned nothing about that that entire universe. Like I didn't that matters to the to the larger story. I saw cool things and by cool I mean they were on the screen and they they and I liked looking at them. Yeah, that's and, my and baseline. Yeah. It's not a baseline. <laughs> they look cool. They did cool things. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not disagreeing that they were well, cool. I'm just saying, like, your baseline's pretty shit. Like, I can't. I, I'm, you know, don't yuck my yum. Back to the beginning comment. I'm, I'm yucking 
your baseline, not your yum. You okay. can still enjoy those things. Yeah. I'm just saying your base, your baseline. <laughs> yeah, low, low, lower bar. Um, yeah. Speaking of I'm low shit, bar, I'm shitting on your bar, not not yeah. the, not not the things okay. you like. Yeah. How was your How was the pizza ball finale that you sat through to 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 watch? Was that better or worse than a Hawkeye musical? It was better than a Hawkeye musical because it was a punchline. It was a punchline to a joke that was established okay. earlier. It's all it's all to the matter. It doesn't matter. It, but you love the musical. I did love the musical. I just don't see why people hated the musical. Because it was four minutes of the thing we already saw in the first episode. You, now you get to see all four minutes of it. Yeah, we saw plenty of it the first time around. <laughs> we saw about three minutes of it the first time around. Yeah, so here's an extra minute. <laughs> With the other three still yeah. all over again. Ricky, if you don't understand how that's different, I really don't. Then a ten. But I'm not going to continue arguing with it. it. It's like it's you it's it's all it, it's all sprinkles. It's all argument. sprinkles. It's just you know, I just want to get your taste on on the sprinkles in this instance. Uh, and the other reason I liked it is because I am a Sam Raimi fan, and I understand yeah. that Bruce Campbell is a package deal. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you you do a yeah. Sam Raimi anything, you get it. You get a Bruce Campbell. I'm pretty sure uh, Sam Raimi's car was in that movie at some point too, because he puts that in everything. Also, yeah, it was in so. the uh, E. What is the incursion zone? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we've talked about this for a long time. Do you guys have anything else that you want to say about this before we move on to to uh, saying our goodbyes? Is there? What's your final take on this? I mean, Travis already gave it a review. Is <laughs> Yeah, at, at, like I said, I think sometimes we can run the risk of taking ourselves a little bit too seriously, taking all of this stuff a little bit too seriously, um, and forget to just have some fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this movie, despite all of its potential, maybe plot holes or inaccuracies or or, or you know, or, or things that just straight up don't make sense. It's still pretty damn fun, and uh, and I when when you say Doctor Strange, and you say Sam Raimi, mm-hmm. this was the sandwich that I was expecting. Um, could it have been better? Yeah, it, it, and it could have had some resonance, and it, and it could have had, and it still might, right? Mm-hmm. So in retrospect, maybe this movie does set up a lot of cool things i don't know or you yeah. know but but as it stands now i'm still i was still highly entertained i think that people should go see it i think that for marvel doing a horror movie this was a this mm-hmm. was a fantastic first step um so yeah i mean despite you know like i said all the things that we were sort of poo-pooing i'd still see it again i'm, I'm gonna see it again on, on sunday um, in 3D. All right, I might, might, might do that. It. It's I, I'll agree with you though. It, it's a fun movie. It's like, imagine every MCU movie is a roller coaster in a theme park. You, we rode them all right already, and we have a half hour before the park closes, and we get to ride one more again. I don't know if I'm gonna ride this ride again. I had fun with it. I love the moments. I love the ups and downs, the hills, the peaks, the valleys, but. I might go pick another ride. And that's fine. That's fair. You know, that's fine. We're we're 20 something rides in at this point. 
they're not all going to be bangers and I think we we didn't t- talk about it but like you know this is coming off a pretty good Spider-Man movie who also had a Doctor Strange in it. So I don't know if it's there's even like a level of fatigue there. Um but it, it was a good solid MCU movie, you know. Not a great I, one and, and that's okay. I, what do you consider a not solid MCU movie? The Dark World. I knew he was going to pick it. But that's all anybody says. Low, like, low hanging fruit, a, Black Widow. Sorry. I don't think Black Widow is a you solid You don't think? Answer. Really? No. I think Black Widow was better than this movie. By a lot. By a lot. It was better than this movie. I I would, I could see the argument for it has a better, more co- cohesive plot or more thought-provoking plot. It has character development. Yeah. It has, it, when you go to see a movie that's called something based on a character mm-hmm. you hope that that character experiences things that you can relate to and that you can grow from and he can grow from or she can grow from and so when when you know marvel is in the business of making stories that are called spider-man or doctor strange or black panther or shang chi i i that's my bar is how much does this movie make me care mm-hmm. about these characters and I feel like I I I, I do want to say something just to be just to be clear. As much as we have been poo pooing on on certain parts of this movie, uh, I understand that I am from a an awesome point of privilege here. That you know, as much as I complain about these things, it is super freaking cool that I have the opportunity to get on this show and complain to you guys about the sequel. To Doctor Strange. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There was a time in my life when I never even imagined this could happen. And and so I totally I totally so understand awesome. that. Like it's the sequel to Doctor Strange. You know this what I mean? Is like so the awesome. fifth piece of Doctor Strange content we've gotten, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, like... And so Yes, I did enjoy a lot of things mm-hmm. throughout the movie. Like, I will never say I didn't enjoy. Yeah. Uh, like, when they say the Baxter building, I'm like, oh, shit. You know, like, <laughs> uh, even when they rip Mr. Fantastic to stretchy shreds, like, or snap Patrick Stewart's neck, or do all of these awesome, hilarious things that have no meaning at all in mm-hmm. the story itself. They're just meaningless completely. Um, Like, it is it is kind of meta and back to my point that i mentioned earlier to, uh, today is that it's meta that my biggest complaint is the lack of character development because like if you really think about like all the comics like we talked about earlier there's thousands of issues where those characters barely ever grow they barely ever change and the only ones that we always use as our bibles as our this is this is why you should like this character are very select stories that resonated <laughs> with us mm-hmm. and we we forget we just we we mentally block all of the other shit issues that we had to go through that were meant to just read them so that they can get numbers on their on their on their uh on their books you know what i mean there's so many issues that they just have to sell and yeah. so that's what this was, right? Like, because if, if we're always saying that they're applying the comic strategy to movies, 
it, it did cool things. It it looked cool, and it had a lot of things you've probably never seen before. But uh, you know, if you're going for story, this is maybe not the one to do. If you're going no. for if you're going for I want to see this high as fuck on th- in three D, you should probably see this movie. You should probably see this movie. Forty X. Yeah, forty forty X. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's where I sit with this movie is I, I give it like a, a seven ish, like maybe, you know, like it, it's I've seen worse things um, like Thor of the Dark World, uh, um, but <laughs> but I've seen better things like Black Widow, you know what I mean? Like or most of the MCU. Um, most I, I put this one really low on, on my list of MCU movies. But that said, I like all MCU movies to a certain extent, you know, so mm-hmm. they're fun. Yeah, that's my 82 cents or whatever. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think we should probably wrap this up, guys. So, you know, I I had fun. I do want to say thanks to Travis and Ricky for, you know, taking the time out of their evenings on Friday night to nerd out with me. Uh, Just for anybody tuning in and curious what we're doing next. uh, We're going to take next week off. uh, Just a little break. It's been a lot of nerd content for a while and, uh, we're just going to take that week off, but we'll be back in two weeks to revisit a classic that is, uh, it, you know, has some relevance now. Yeah. Uh, and I use the term classic very loosely. We're going to watch the old school Tim Story uh, Fantastic Four. Hell yeah. And we're just going to probably shit on that movie for a good hour or so. So, like, if that sounds fun mm. to you, come hang out with us. Um, but yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. I like to go re- revisit the classics because it makes me more appreciative of the stuff that we have now. Classics. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It wow. Helps. Wow. Um, yeah. You're welcome to join us if you want to watch that one again, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Whatever. Um, but yeah. Thanks to our patrons for supporting our growth and to our audience for tuning in. Uh, even... Our our friend Dark Sage, who we never heard from again. No, I'm really, I'm really good at burning our new our new fans, aren't I? Yeah. Like, Travis watched me when I burned the Moon Knight a few day, a few weeks ago, too, man. Just because I mentioned that Moon Knight looks like a clan member, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we scared him away. <laughs> yeah, but just know if you're out there listening or watching Dark Sage that we do appreciate you and we mm-hmm. appreciate all your comments. And remember, you know, if you liked what you saw, or or maybe even if you didn't. Uh, like and subscribe and and check us out on Patreon for our after show, which we're going to be going to right now, uh, the Soapbox. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Unless Travis or Ricky, you got anything you want to plug before we go? Nothing. No, I'm good. All right. We'll see you next time on Den Excelsior, True Believers. Enough said. <laughs>